The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. Hello, everyone. I am Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And welcome to another episode of the Brothers on Law COVID Zoom edition. We want to uh, thank all of you for hanging in there with us during this crazy time and continuing to be our loyal listeners so much. And a big shout out to the Mortgage Mom for uh, uh, being there for us as well. We love uh, following her show. And, you know, it is a crazy time, I think, for uh, because you can't go see houses yet, I don't think. But um, the interest rates are so low, it sure is enticing, huh, Larry? Yeah, and they can probably see the houses by virtual. Yeah, viewing. that's right, that's right. Okay, so before we welcome our very special guest today, um, we've been asking our listeners to call in and nominate a local person or group who's going above and beyond for the community right now. You know, we've and got, there's so many. Oh yeah. We've gotten a really, really good response. And our producer cam has a message. We're going to call and thank them properly for, um, you know, participating. And we'll also present them with a token of our gratitude. So let's take a listen to the message we received. My name is Dwayne Coles. I want to nominate Garner Holt in Redlands, California of Garner Holt Productions. This man is a local business owner and has been paying the rent for some of the local businesses in Redlands. He is definitely a hero in our, in our community. And uh, by theme, he makes the animatronics for Disney, Universal Studios, and a variety of other theme parks. So again, Garner Holt Productions in Redlands, California. Thank you, bye. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, we're going to have Garner Holt on the line. Do we have him on the line, Producer Cam? Cam. I have Garner Holt of Garner Holt Productions on the line with us now. All right. Hello, Garner. You're on with the Brothers on Law. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. How are you? We're doing well, thank you. And Garner, this is amazing that you've been helping out the small businesses that surround your company, correct? Yeah, well, it's uh, about two years ago, we moved into Redlands from San Bernardino and we're, you know, kind of a new part of the community and we thought we'd try to help some of the businesses that were struggling, uh, you know, with all of this and we didn't think we we're going to make it, you know? Okay. Yeah, it's been tough, huh? Yeah, you know, we, we received, we were fortunate to receive the PPP thing. So um, as soon as we got it, we realized that hardly anybody else did and, uh you know, I felt kind of bad that, that, you know, I noticed that some of the small businesses weren't receiving it. So I thought, well, um, you know, and then not, not only us helping, I thought we would put out a challenge to our vendors and other businesses we know 
uh, put out a challenge to adopt, you know, some businesses as well. So they could uh, maybe pay their rent for a couple of months so they wouldn't go out of business. So we've had a great response with that. So it's not only been us helping, you know, we've, we've been able to help about eight businesses, but we've, we've uh, encouraged and inspired a bunch of other companies to help businesses as well. So I'm really excited about that. Wow. Well, I do love that. The quintessential pay it forward, right, Rob? Paying it forward, adopting a business. How about that? What a great idea. What a positive, wonderful thing to be doing out there, Garner. Yeah, you are a hero. Uh, some of them have told me with tears in their eyes that it's it's a matter of life and death that, you know, just a little bit of help, uh, you know, to get them through a couple months here and there until this thing, you know, restarts a little bit and they start getting business that, um, you know, that it, it means life and death to them. So I think that uh, it's that important. And it's so important that people like you step up in this uh, this such a strange and unexpected time, huh? Yeah, well, I'd encourage others to do so, too. You know, I try to anybody, and you don't have to be a business, anybody that can help. And so many of these rents really aren't that much, you know. I mean, seven, $800 a month, you know, that type of thing. So, you know, if you have a favorite business, a small, you know, a nail shop or, you know, a taco shop or something or anything that's possible, it would be great to uh, uh, contribute and adopt them if possible. Anybody can do it. We need more garners out there. All right. So, Garner, we're going to send you some uh, some certificates from Ralph's grocery stores to help some of these tenants out, some of these uh, other business people out. Would that would that help you out? Oh, that'd be great. We would be glad to give those to some people that need it. All right. Well, that's what we're going to do. And again, we appreciate so much what you're doing. And we love hearing stories like this out in the community. So uh, thank you for uplifting us all and helping out. That's right. Well, thanks very much. And thanks for helping us spread the word. We appreciate you guys as well. You got it. You got it, Garner. And have a great day, my man. You deserve it. Okay. So we... Thank you. So we are, you know, happy to welcome David DeCastro, a lawyer from our neck of the woods in Woodland Hills. And David specializes in business law. And right now, David and his firm are a great resource for being really knowledgeable about business status, uh, uh, people, employees returning back to work, uh, small businesses, small business employers. So, David, welcome. Thanks for joining us today via Zoom. Thank you. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, because we were just talking, and I'm sure you you were listening in, David, uh, about the challenges of uh, these small businesses being closed this long and all the stress and, and loss that they're going through. And now we're starting to slowly reopen. And um, you have some ideas about that, correct? Yeah, I know businesses are just jumping to open up again. They're so excited. They want to get going. But you've got to follow some really specific rules in order to make sure that your employees are safe and that you're following the state rules. Because, yes, we want to get the economy going again. We want to get these businesses open. But we also want to make sure we don't continue the spread of this uh, virus. We want to be smart. Yeah, how do we approach that balance that you're talking about? Well, the first thing is, you know, uh, in the state of California, they've created these stages where businesses are opening up in different stages. And we're right now in about stage two, close to stage three, 
where retail is starting to open uh, with limitations. You're going to maybe see some hair salons starting to open. Uh, and of course, all the essential businesses. So the first thing you have to figure out, are you eligible to open? And you got to follow the state rules and the county rules because each county is, is different as well. So as long as you feel that you're following those rules and you're eligible to open, then the next step is making sure that your, your, your workplace is safe and your employees are safe. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. Do you need help feeding your family right now? We all know that schools are closed and some kids rely on free or reduced price meals at school. Visit fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids to find a grab and go meal center near you. They are offering two grab and go meals for kids. Again, please visit www.fns.usda.gov slash meals for kids. Four is the number four. And let's make sure all the kids are fed. Now you got a 10 point plan that you were uh, generous enough to share with us. And we're going to follow it uh, as we reopen because um, we're starting to do the same thing. And um, one of the, 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 the first thing you have on this list, we're going to go through these 10 points pretty quickly here. But the first thing you say is evaluate the risk and establish a plan. What, what does that mean? Yeah, you've got to make, evaluate your business and see where are the risks of spreading this disease within your business. Every business is a little bit different. So you've got manufacturing facilities where people might be closer to one another versus an office setting where people are in cubicles and they're further away from each other. So every business setting, every company is a little bit different. So you have to evaluate your risk based on the kind of business you have and then create a written plan of how you are going to mitigate those risks, how you're going to do your social distancing, uh, what kind of cleaning and hygiene are you going to do, write up a very specific plan of how are you going to protect your employees from this disease. Um, so write it up. Yeah, and now, and the second point is to train and monitor your employees. Yeah, this is really critical. Obviously, you don't want any sick employee coming to work. And there's been a lot of talk about how do you test employees? Do you take their temperature every day? And what we've determined is that the best way to do it is have your employees test themselves and have them say every morning when they come into work that they're healthy. Have them sign a document that says, I don't have a fever. I've not had a cough. I don't have any trouble breathing. A number of things that you can have them say that affirms that they are healthy and they're not going to get anybody else ill uh, in the workplace. And then train all of your people on how to fill that form out and how to protect themselves, how to wash their hands, make sure that they're, they're, they're washing frequently, make sure they're using the masks properly. So training, monitoring and training your staff is very important. Are you crossing the line by having a thermometer, you know, the ones that go right on the forehead, you know, as the employer testing your employees? 
Right. I, there, there's a lot of talk about that, whether there's kind of violate some privacy issues and things like that. But um, the CDC and other agencies have determined that that's an appropriate thing to do. You can monitor, but then you have to have one employee doing, be doing the testing. That's why we think the best thing is to do self-monitoring, have the employees test themselves, and then say, you know, make some kind of acknowledgement when they come into work, I'm healthy. Now, of course, some some people like, and I won't name any names, but you know, if you're a smoker, <laughs> you might have a cough all the time anyway, you know, or you could have a cough for any reason, I guess. But so how do you, uh, I, I guess you got to figure out how to separate that from, uh, you know, something new. Right. I know. And, and right now in the springtime, we've got allergy seasons and people yeah. are sneezing. And yeah. so what are you going to do? You're going to, every yeah. time someone sneezes, you think, okay, is that an allergy? Do they yeah. have it? So, you know, look, we have to use common sense as well. I guess that's where the mask really comes in handy, or at least, you know, keeping very good distance. Because, for instance, uh, in our um, work start on Monday, uh, we're starting to open our uh, practice and have our employees slowly come back, and we're alternating. So we're just going two days a week, half the staff on two days, and another, I mean, we're going four days a week, half the staff on two days, and the other half the staff on another two days. And we're we're arranging them so they're the furthest apart from one another when they come in. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's perfect. Um, staggering your staff is a great thing to do. Uh, staggering the days, uh, having fewer employees come in. Uh, you know, there's, there's all these, these, these are exactly the kind of things that every business should evaluate and, uh, you know, when they're deciding on how they open in a safe way. And when we counsel employers, we counsel these businesses on how to open. This is exactly the kind of conversations that we're going to be having. And each business is a little bit different. Some businesses can telecommute more than others. Some businesses can separate each other from others, separate their employees from others a little better than, than other companies. So you've got to make those evaluations and, and do the best you can. Have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence? When you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right, won't give up the fight and obtain justice, call 818-886-6600. Mandel Trial Lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types. Whether it's a car accident, product or premises liability, dog bite, or a catastrophic injury, Mandel Trial Lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it. Call now for your free consultation, 818-886-6600. Let the scales of justice tip in your favor. Hey, folks, do you want to volunteer to help out during the crisis? The Red Cross still needs volunteers in a variety of capacities during COVID-19. Volunteer opportunities include supporting blood donations and delivering much-needed services to your community. They even have a wide variety of remote work-from-home opportunities available. Go to redcross.org slash volunteer to sign up. That's redcross.org slash volunteer. And so another point you have here is cleaning and disinfecting protocols. What does that entail? Right. So you, you're going to have to up the cleaning, up the frequency, up the, the, uh, the areas that you're going to be cleaning. You have a manufacturing facility. You wouldn't ordinarily clean all the equipment or the handles of all the equipment. But now 
uh, the state rules and county rules and CDC rules are requiring you to really increase the amount of cleaning that you're doing and the frequency. So it's, it's appropriate to clean every day. Uh, you can task employees with that responsibility, give them gloves and the appropriate equipment and have them do that cleaning. You know, the, the whole goal here is you as an employer are required to do everything you can to keep your employees safe, right? You can't have a faulty ladder right. and have someone fall off the ladder. You That's can't right. have some, some uh, chemicals being exposed in the air. We've known that all along. This is just a new risk. And so you've got to implement strategies to keep your employees safe from this new risk. And the cleaning and disinfecting is just a perfect example of one of those, one of the new things that you're going to have to do based on this new risk. Well said. Yes. And David, I've heard of these new air or these air filters that are out that will actually combat the virus or, and so is it a myth? Or some of these have some validity. Well, that's a little bit beyond what you know. I don't know the HVAC. <laughs> You're talking to a lawyer, Larry. <laughs> but, but you know what? I I will tell you. Uh, some of the guidelines will tell will say that the company should evaluate its HVAC system and make sure that it is properly it has got proper airflow and because. You know, things staying in one place creates the problems. So you yeah. want the air to flow around. So if you are having problems with your HVAC system, yeah, you are required to get that fixed and get it checked. But I don't know about filters. Okay. Well, that's the thing. You Even in the HVAC system, you better have that landlord or whoever is managing that change those dang filters out. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, it can't yeah. hurt. Yeah. Now, the next point is physical distancing guidelines and the use of PPEs. Uh, we kind of touched on that already. Yeah. You know, you if it's a, let's say it's a retail business, you, you guys have all seen these where they have the little stickers on the floor to tell people where to stand. They've got signage up uh, to tell people to stay a distance from each other. Uh, same thing with your staff and your, your employees. You want to train your staff on keeping a distance from each other. You want to train your staff on wearing face coverings. If they're interacting with other employees on a regular basis, wear your face covering. If they're interacting with customers on a regular basis, wear your face covering. So yeah, you just, you know, these, these are the, the rules that we're all doing in the real world. And you just have to put those same rules into the business. Well said. And so this uh, this next item says new employment policies. What does that mean? Well, most companies have a handbook and the handbook is going to talk about different things like meal breaks and rest breaks and and how to clock in and uh, discrimination policies and things like that. Well, this is a brand new issue and you want to be able to articulate all of the things that the company is doing and tell, tell those, those, those things that the company is doing, tell them to your staff. So the staff knows that you are implementing the social distancing rules. You're implementing well, the, the hand washing rules. They're allowed to take a break to wash their hands on a frequent basis. So you want to draft some new policies that you can hand out to your staff to explain what the company is doing what their obligations are 
Remember I said about that acknowledgement form, they should sign every morning to tell, to say that they're healthy. Well, you want to put that in a policy. So now they know that is something that they're required to do. Uh, we've, created, right. we've created some generic policies for our clients, uh, new, new policies that, that we're handing out to our clients so they can distribute. It's just a, it's a great thing to do. Yeah, makes makes sense. sense. And then the next point is kind of in, in aligned with this is posting information. Yeah. You know, you've seen this a lot on a lot of stores. They have they have notices that are posted on the outside of the store. And there are that's not just because they decided to do that. There are specific laws that are required. They're required to post things on the outside of their other business. And there are other things that you're required to post on the inside of your business. A lot of companies know that you're required to put the the big posters about all the wage and hour laws in your break room. Well, these, there's some new posters that you're required to put in your break room or in the business. There's rules that, that relate to the COVID specifically. Yeah, yeah. if you remember early on, uh, there was uh, the paid sick leave was passed and the expanded family leave was passed, giving every employee who needed time off because of this uh, virus, giving them some paid sick time. And that, that's a perfect example because those rules have to be posted. So you've then explained to your staff that these leave, these options to take leave are available to them. Okay. And where do they get the, can they buy the posting or get it offline or something? Yeah, the, those posters are available uh, on the, I believe on the CDC website, the state website, county websites. If you just do a Google search, for the paid leave poster, it'll come right up. Obviously, they can contact me too, and I can get them the information. So it's, it's readily available and, and at no cost. Those, those kinds of posters at no cost. Awesome. We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers-in-law, here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. From all of us on the Brothers on Law Show, we want to give a big thank you to these sponsors who we've partnered with to help honor our local heroes and groups for going above and beyond for their community. We'd like to thank Ralph's, Whole Foods, Target, and Chipotle. Thank you for all you do in our community. You also talk about a process of rehiring employees. Tell us about that a little bit. A lot of companies laid their employees off. Their business is closed and they just laid them off and said, you know what, go ahead and get unemployment. And when we reopen, we'll bring you back. Well, you have to be careful in bringing people back. You got to make sure that you're not doing it in a discriminatory fashion. So if you had 15 employees and you bring 10 back, you want to make sure that the five you didn't bring back uh, are not within a certain protected category. You got to have a specific reason for bringing those 10 back based on seniority or based on skill level, right? So you got to make some serious business decisions before you bring those people back to make sure that there's no future claims of the ones you didn't bring back. Oh my and, gosh. And then that's a lot of to think about. It, it is. And, and then are you, are you, um, rehiring them. So you got to go through the whole rehiring process, onboarding process. Do they maintain their seniority? 
Do they maintain their health benefits? So there's a lot of issues that come up when rehiring. And right. it's, it's exciting. You know, people want to get back to work. Companies want to bring these employees back and they have the, the group that they love that they want to bring back. And so it's really exciting, but you want to make sure that you're doing it right and you're doing it within the law. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then the policy, if the employee is sick, is your next point. Right. So number one, if an employee is sick, you're going to explain to them they have to stay home. That's the number one thing. And then they are going to stay home until their doctor releases them. And they should follow the quarantine rules. There's all kinds of quarantine rules on the CDC website and the state website. So they should follow those rules, follow their doctor's rules. And does that apply if they're sick from, for any reason or just from the coronavirus? You know, if they have a respiratory, any kind of respiratory illness or they have a fever, I think the number one thing is have them stay home. Don't come in. Yeah, don't, don't come in. Let's not risk right. it. Go ahead and get tested and see if you have the virus. And right. fortunately for a lot of people, they're going to rec- recover. They're going to be just fine, but they should stay home while they're recovering. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Now, number nine is the employer should look at other legal issues that might apply to this whole business. Can you explain what you mean by that? Yeah. So now let's, let's say, for example, somebody gets ill and you're allowed to inquire of that person who is sick, who did you contact at work? Who were you in contact with at work? Because we want to notify those people that may have been exposed to the individual who had the virus. Okay. So now when that happens, you have a lot of confidentiality issues that arise. The individual who is sick doesn't want to be outed and you're not allowed to describe their condition. So you have to be really careful about how you communicate that with your other employees. And basically what you would do is just going to say, look, we're going to notify the other employees. We're not going to tell them who, what, who it was that was sick. We're just going to say in an anonymous way, you were exposed to somebody who has COVID-19. And so you should go ahead and get tested and you should stay home also. But you have to be very careful with the confidentiality. So that's a perfect example of another legal issue. Uh, And as I mentioned, there's those sick leave and expanded family leave. Those are things that should be offered to employees. Those are some additional issues. You've got reasonable accommodations for somebody who is sick. Another issue that might come up, there's just a myriad of things that are going to come up. It's rough being a small business owner these days, that's for sure. Especially now, yeah. Our last point is, I think we're running out a little bit of time, but the last point is industry-specific guidelines and other resources. Right. Look, there's so much information online. It is so available. So if you go to the CDC website, if you go to the state of California website, uh, they've got a whole section set up for COVID-19. And, uh, and for those businesses in LA County, you're going to want to look at the public health website. And that site has got a wealth of information. That is where you're going to find the specific protocols that you need to follow 
there's a document that every company in LA County, if you're in LA County, every company that's going to, that is, that is open in LA County or reopening in LA County has to fill out a protocol document that basically goes through a lot of these things and says what to do, how to clean. I've done this. I've done the social distancing. I've trained my employees. So all of that information is available on the uh, public health website, LA County website. Same kind of thing in, in Ventura County. Ventura County, each county has their own requirements. Fantastic. And, and look, at you're a great business lawyer. You got this down. How can our listeners find you? The great way to find me is through my website, decastromoro.com. Uh, you can email me directly, david at decastromoro.com. That's really the best way to reach me. Um, I'm also, you know, you can find all my contact information on my website. Perfect. Excellent. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. And again, thank you, David DeCastro. Really, really informative. And we're going to say our goodbyes until next Saturday. If you've missed any part of our show or you'd like to hear our previous shows, go to YouTube, brothersonlaw.com, or you can listen to us on iTunes or podcasts. And if you have a legal question or you want to nominate a local hero, Call us and leave us a message at 1-800-310-7113. That's 800-310-7113. And a big thank you to all of our listeners out there who are, and hopefully staying safe out there. We look forward to being there next week for y'all. Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.